0: One of the things that nobody talks about in business that you need to win, it's just 100%, I don't care what business you're in, you need to be a little um, disillusional. So when everybody else around you is telling you you can't, you can't, you can't, you got to have almost a sense of weirdness about you of, you, yeah, you got to be like, have that, like, I don't care. Like, I truly believe we were meant to be whatever it is you're trying to get done.
1: Welcome to the Small Business Celebration Podcast, the podcast by successful small business owners for business owners like you, so you can grow a strong and profitable business by using something you learned on this podcast today. Today, our guests are Adela and Ariel Gonzalez of Arrive Financial and Insurance Services, and they're going to guide us on what it takes to be above average how to grow with books and seminars, and how not to be broke on a different level. But before we get into this wide-ranging conversation, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. At Claro Tire Company, we know that you want to be safe and secure riding on tires from a family who cares about your family as much as we care for our own. In order to do that, you need quality tires from a family you trust – the problem is, is that there are a hundred different national tire stores in town and their buying process is a chore and they treat you like a faceless number. We believe that you and your family are an extension of our family. We understand the noise you feel with the hundreds of faceless different tire companies that treat you like a faceless number. And that is why we at Claro Tire Company have one of the largest repeat customer bases in Kern County for the last 77 years. Here's how we do it. When you come into Clarou Tire, you're not just a number, you become family. We select the specific tire that's the safest for your family, your car, and your budget. We install your tires and give you an unconditional guarantee on your tires. Join the Clarou Tire Company family at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield, California, or call us at 661 324-6069 or find us on our website at claroutire.com That's C-L-E-R-O-U tire.com Stop the feeling of faceless confusion from a hundred different national tire stores. Join the family with the Clarou Tire Company family. You'll be glad you did. Clarou Tire Company, 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield, California or call us at 661 three two four six zero six nine or find us on our website at claroutire.com that's c-l-e-r-o-u tire.com as a business owner you are a visioneer and you are ethical smarter faster and leaner than your mainstream competition but what about your message If your clients and customers don't clearly understand what you can do for them, you are leaving money on the table. If you confuse, you lose. Here at Small Business Celebration, we have a seven-step solution that can clarify your message and put you in the game. Don't leave money on the table. Go to SmallBusinessCelebration.com and schedule an introduction today. Welcome fellow business owners and visionaries. I'm Michael Roberts with the Small Business Celebration Podcast. And today our guest is Adela and Ariel Gonzalez with Arrive Financial Insurance Services. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. And we are in their office here in the Haberfeldt building. And so if you hear a fire truck go by, that'll be very surprising because we're doing this on a holiday. Uh, but, but we are downtown. That's right. We, we are downtown. So down- we may hear some siren.
2: Never a dull moment downtown. <laughs> That's for sure.
1: You guys have been in business for 13, 13 years 18, 30, yes. and
2: how many employees
1: do you guys currently have?
2: We have about 40 independent contractors. So we don't technically have employees, everybody's an independent contractor.
1: How is working with an independent contractor different than somebody who's W2? Well, normally when you're
0: W2, you got to have workers comp, you got to have all kinds of in- insurance, insurance, a bunch of other
2: clock in, clock out. Clock, yeah. yeah. This is where it's great to work with people that are motivated, are driven, that are talented in their own um, right, that they want to just learn, um, have a mentor, have a leader Mm -hmm. that can kind of create their own we tell everybody they're their own ceo Mm. you know we're we're just there to hold their hand guide them and so it's kind of nice being able to work with people that are are driven and motivated
0: yeah and so and the cool part is is that it keeps everybody flexible right because there's some we have some teachers that are actually part of our company Mm -hmm. that are licensed agents within our company but they don't necessarily want to do the business all the time but they do have friends and family that may need help in certain areas and they'll help them out little here little there as they on got the weekends time for it.
2: holidays we have a lot of um, people that work full time jobs mm-hmm. and do this part-time so it's great to have an extra income for them mm-hmm. to kind of dip their feet a little bit in the business aspect but not really go full on into business yet um, so that's something that you know is this is a great platform for them
1: excellent why on earth did you guys get into the financial insurance and services business
0: well my for me personally money's important okay right uh, we've all been broke at some point in our life mm-hmm. right was money important to us when we were broke
2: absolutely yeah <laughs> right? right honey you know that <laughs> oh yeah
0: was money important to us when when you have money yeah, yeah cuz then you know, you got to know how to take care of it right right, right? so to me if i was going to build open up a business and invest my time and effort and and my resources into something that's going to be about something that's going to be around it's before me it's going to be around after me and it's not only knowing how to make the money but we all i think we all pretty much know how to make money but it's what we what we do with it when we have it right is that nobody's teaching us and so that's why i was like man money's money's important and people need to know how to take care of it and and um you know help themselves
2: right and another thing i'd like to touch on that too is that i came from the medical field so Mm. i was a surgical tech for 20 years And Mm. so I used to hold the doctors up on this high pedestal thinking, wow, they make so much money. But when I come, come to find out, they never had time. Mm. And that was the biggest dilemma was that they were just broke on a different level, but they didn't know how to properly manage their money. Um, just as much as what was coming in was just as going out. And so when I started kind of analyzing, okay, what, area I would really like to focus on. And then do I want to consider continuing that path for the next 20, 30 years? Or is there something better that I can utilize my time and still have the money, the Mm. income? Mm -hmm. And so when I started evaluating that and kind of doing the pros and cons, medical field, the expense, the time away from my family, or going into the financial service and seeing how fun it is and having that generation to generation to generation wealth, Mm -hmm. that was huge. Because um, seeing with the kids now don't really necessarily go into the medical field anymore. They don't follow the footsteps Mm -hmm. because medicine isn't the way it was 20, 30 years ago. So that was one of the things why I kind of pursued the financial service realm for that reason, is is my time, my freedom, and being able to have that generation pass on to my children and their children, and continue that legacy moving forward.
1: And Ariel, what did you do prior to joining this joining this merry adventure?
2: Well,
0: I actually did production work. I when 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 I met my wife in Oxnard, I worked at a, a let me see the that lead the proper term for it was a semiconductor test equipment manufacturer okay so production (laughs) it was factory work and then when my wife and i moved here into town um i ended up doing uh shingle fabrication Mm -hmm. where it was production work and i mean it was great i mean i was making good money Mm -hmm. and we were living in kern county so we're able to have a nice living but i mean it was shift work it was shift work and i was working 12-hour shifts sometimes nights sometimes days Mm -hmm. and So, basically, I was a zombie for at least five years as we were here in town. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and just to be honest with you, when I was working the night shifts is when I would study to get my license that I have now.
1: Nice, (laughs) nice, nice. So, I
0: did production work.
1: And what was your vision, the two of you, what was your vision of the business when you first started? Where did you want to end up at?
2: Well, actually, I mean, our our vision board is still being national. It's still going national. Um, you know, same thing with like having every state farm farmers insurance company or, um, agency, every corner, that's our long-term goal is to be nationwide. So, um, that's really what the goal is. Um, we are in, in Florida, Texas, Arizona, and here in, in California.
1: When you guys started your business, what was at stake in case you failed?
2: There was no, no turning back. Like I literally for myself, I made that decision to burn the ship. I um, purposely terminated my CPR license, my certification for surgical tech. I let all my licenses lapse on purpose because if I knew there was a safety net, I could always go back.
1: So if the business did not work out for you, there was no, there was
2: no plan B. It was going to happen. A was the only plan. There was never going to be a plan B. There was no ship to go (laughs) back to. So it was either, you know, we, we fail forward and that's really what it, what it came down to. And so thankfully, because, you know, my husband has gone through multiple, you know, just businesses is is hurdles, you're going to go through ups and downs and that's just part of it because you're dealing with people and life happens, you know, um, there's just different when we're dealing with financials you know, people have setbacks, whether it's a loss of a job, a loss of a spouse, um, children, there's so many factors that play into it. And it does affect our business as well because we're dealing with people. Mm -hmm. And so when life happens and there's setbacks in their lives, well, it definitely affects our lives as well. And so that's where, you know, learning from that and, and knowing that, you know, you just fail forward. It's, it's a great learning, um, curve. So, you know, what to expect, Mm -hmm. you know, that if you did it once, you can do it again. So you just get back up, you dust yourself off, you learn from it, and you keep moving forward, and you make those adjustments. So, um, yeah, there was no plan B. (laughs) It was going to happen.
1: As you guys got started with your business, did you guys have a mentor or a series of mentors or people that could lend their credibility to the two of you to help you along to get you started?
0: Well, well, I think mentors is... I mean, I did have a person specific people, well, people specifically that helped me get started in this industry. But then there's always different levels of business, different levels of finance, different levels of income. And so, I mean, till today, I still have people that are obviously way ahead of me in business. Mm -hmm. And I learn from them and I ask them and I take them out to lunch and I build relationships with them and I want to become friends with them. Because what I found is that most people that have had success are very open and very willing to help you. So true. I've always, you know, found that it wasn't a problem finding mentors. You just got to find a mentor that's in your specific area that is that is where you are trying to get to already. Right. And so I've I have I have had various mentors all through my all throughout my career that have helped me in a bunch of different areas. And you know it's funny because like I mentioned before about money. When my wife and I finally just started started making a decent income, let's say quarter million dollars, we started making over two hundred fifty thousand a year. But well, nobody teaches us how to budget for taxes <laughs> for two hundred fifty thousand a year. So guess what? When you get kicked in the teeth, you need to find people that can help you.
1: Right, 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 right,
2: right. So true, and and exactly with mentors, various mentors. I mean, you look at people just throughout you know the last for myself the last twenty years. Who I want to emulate, hmm. who, what leadership skills do they have, what, um, what key elements that they can bring to the table, whether it's in business or just as a person, as a leader. And you want to be able to utilize those key factors in your business to be um, a mentor to other people. And so um, I haven't had like a person in business as far as in the financial realm that's a female that you know, has taken my hand and just kind of led me along the way. But I have listened to various, you know, people on different podcasts or books that I've read that um, certain areas where I want to be as an individual that has been able to help me in business and run my business. And so that's how I've kind of used those mentors along the way to kind of, you know, lead my, my independent contractors.
1: Do you guys have a mentor or two you'd like to give a shout out to?
2: Well, we do a lot of we do listen to a lot of podcasts. So I there's right, a lot yeah, of them. She's that right.
0: I think right now most of our mentors are usually via a podcast, um, podcast, or, social or, media, or, or, or books that I'm reading, or social right. media, or different events that we like. We just got back from Miami. What two weeks ago? Two
2: weeks ago. From and we were at the John 10th. Maxwell. John, was John Maxwell there. was there. Amazing. Absolutely love yeah. him. Yeah. Um, Elena Cardone, mm. Grant Cardone, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Blakely. You know, I mean, as a businesswoman. From being a self-made billionaire sure. to see how humble and and the humility of uh, where she started mm-hmm. and to see the drive that pushed her through to, you know, be that powerhouse in business. I mean, she sold fax machines for seven years. Sure. Fax machines, you know. Mm-hmm. And to know that, you know, she just one day decided to cut holes, you know, or cut the legs of her pantyhose and said, you know what? Hey, this could work. If I could make this, this could work. And so to see that, you know, it was just a simple idea for her. Um, and then to, to create this billion dollar company and she went door to door. I mean, she took this, she was in college, I believe at the time. And, um, she took her favorite red backpack, you know, with her and her friends tell, told her like, don't do it. Don't, don't take that ugly red backpack. But she did it because that was her lucky backpack. And so she went to Nordstrom's and she was like, no, let me show you. Let me take you to the bathroom and show you because what I'm showing you here, you can't tell what it's doing. And so she took the lady that was in charge of uh, Nordstrom for the purchasing. And um, she convinced her and the lady's like, "I I see it now. And that's where her idea took off from there. And so she was so, so it's great. So, I mean, we got to see, you know, Sarah Blakely, um, her husband, Jesse Itzler, um, you know, coconut water, um, what was his company? Um, the jets. jets, no, not the jet net jets, um,
0: um jet, basically marquee jets you can, jet. marquee jets. Marquee you can jet. rent you can rent rental time yeah.
2: and he was 27 or 26 at the time so to see the the inspiration and seeing how they were a power couple mm-hmm. that was po- um powerful for us being in there to see how they can utilize each other's strengths mm-hmm. and still um be multiple you know s- successful um individuals in their own businesses and still work together so for us that was empowering so um yeah so i mean there's so many different mentors i think right now it's we, more about
0: a team so like you know like we we both have a mutual connection with our tax guy and our mm-hmm. cpa so keith, i uh, keith
1: stoller by the way for those of you who have listened to the previous episode uh, keith stoller was the fine gentleman who did uh introduce the two of us together and uh, that's where we're talking today
0: yes. yeah yeah so keith i mean he's a big part of our team and so Having a team as you go throughout your life and different levels of business, your team is going to adjust along the way, but having a team is so important.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: It sounds to me that seminars mm-hmm. are very important to the two of you, especially for, as mm-hmm. the saying goes, filling the cup or, filling, or drinking Absolutely. from the well. How many seminars do the two of you attend annually on, on average?
2: We try to do at least four. One every quarter. Mm-hmm. That's our goal um, is is always learning. Because what we've heard, too, if you're not growing, you're dying. Right. You know, and so. That sounds
1: like John Maxwell.
2: Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then not only that, but then timing is everything, right? So, like, how many times have you read a book and you read it and you're like, okay, I read it. Right. And then you've gone through life a little bit. You go back and reread that book and you start to pick out other things that you didn't see the first time. So. Right. You, your, your, your perspective has changed. And so, as we've gone to different seminars, we're like, okay, that's cool. And then we we may go back in another year and we're like, whoa, why wow, I, I didn't I didn't get that last time. Right. So normally, like one of the things that we try to do personally when we go to these seminars is is uh, try to get one or two things that are applicable to our business mm-hmm. that we can go back and implement right away.
2: Right, and we've learned that every you know um, every seminar that we've gone to is just try to not pick up everything but just one or two key points that we can implement in our our business. Whether it's um, through an individual standpoint Mm -hmm. to be a better business owner or how we could um, convey that message to the people that we lead.
1: So we've gone through and we've backed up a little bit, and we've talked about getting started, the sacrifices that you made, what was at stake for starting your business and pursuing your business, as well as the guides and the mentors that you've had on developing this business. What particular favorite failure can happen along the way that impacted the way that you continue to do business that's provided you the success that you have?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, everybody remembers two thousand and eight right mm. right the the great uh housing market crash mm-hmm. right. well, guess what I had a lot of lot of our money tied up in real estate mm. houses mm-hmm. millions
1: because it couldn 't go wrong it
0: couldn't right. go wrong right. and wow. the real estate never goes down like that right it's going it's going we 're going to continue to get those increases forever right right unfortunately, we had millions tied up in in real in estate, real estate. Mm-hmm and and it was un, we were just saying we weren't able to access any of it when the market started to turn mm-hmm. and so not only did it affect us it affected my family it affected right. bit, i mean everything gosh when you know how it is when, when stuff like that I mean, people were committing suicide during that time right. um but i learned so much on the way down on what i should have done what i what, what my what, what i should have been keeping my eyes open to and we got. I think everybody as a, as a nation, we got so disillusioned with this false sense of wealth. Right. That uh, I mean, flat out, I think a lot of people, including ourselves, we just maybe just got greedy. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we didn't plan correctly. We didn't. Mm. We didn't anticipate that it's not always going to go up. Mm. And so um, I think for me personally, that was probably the biggest learning is just how to always be in a position that if something does change on you. That's out of your – control. Well, it was still kind of in our control. But something does changed on you, how to be prepared for it and how to know, like, the next two or three steps, not mm-hmm. just the step in front of you.
2: Correct.
1: Just yeah. out of curiosity, do you still have or maintain or retain any of those properties that you had before? Actually, the- no.
0: And and actually, one of the things that, like, I I pride myself on right now is staying liquid, mm-hmm. meaning maneuverable, mm-hmm. right? Because at that point – on paper, yeah. <laughs> right. On paper, we were we we had we money. Great, we looked but... great on paper. <laughs> but when you're not liquid, right, it's tough. And so, like we were kind of ha- having this conversation earlier, is being able to maneuver in business and expand, and and the best investment we can make is in ourselves, is ourselves? and in our company. That's the best return we've ever gotten in yeah. any investment,
2: and it's a hundred percent guaranteed because. <laughs> yeah. You're the only one that can motivate you. You're the only one that can wake yourself up and you're the only one that's going to go after it. So it's a hundred percent guaranteed investing in you. So, um, yeah. And then in that, in those times, especially that time, we kind of learned to realize who you can depend on, mm. you know, um, where your support came from, who you can, um, kind of reach out to and, um, you know, help you a little bit along the way. And who, um, who was
1: your support team to um, help you with that?
2: We had, you know, our, our well, we had each other really, mm-hmm. because when it came down to it, we realized that everybody that said we're our friends and we're going to be there a hundred percent weren't there, even family. And as much as I love my family, they, you know, my parents did step up and help us, but mm-hmm. that was pretty much it. You know, and so it's, you realize in those moments, you know, who you can trust and who can help you.
1: It's sort of like that old song, nobody knows you when you're down and out. Oh,
2: absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And so we try to be considerate too, because we've been there, Mm -hmm. we've experienced that. So when someone else is kind of going through that, we're not quick to just jump ship and Mm -hmm. leave and not let them know that we're not there to help them. So even when our clients have hit kind of hit, you know, rock bottom, we're always there to try to help them along the way, you know, coach them through it so that they feel that there's a sense of hope that no, not everyone, just because everybody else has jumped ship that, you know, we're still going to be there for them. So it is a sense of relief and being able to help a family um, through those times and ease, whether it's groceries for the month, whether it's, you know, gas, I mean, all those little things that you take for granted. Um, I mean, at one point it was um, whether we were going to be able to put PG&E on. When you have four kids to support and, you know, the lights are off, you know, is it food on the table or we turn on the candle? You know, I mean, it 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 got to that point. So to be able to be that light for our clients, it's a blessing in disguise. You know, and we just see the bigger picture you know, down the road, um, being able to to help families that way. So, it's yeah, and been great and as us. we
0: were coming back from that, I actually took a a, a part time because I, st- I still wanted to be I still wanted to build a business, right? I sure. hadn't given up on that dream, right? And so, I actually took a part time job unloading the back of UPS trucks from four in the morning to nine in the morning, moving like four thousand boxes a morning, right. Mm-hmm. And why? Because it gave me a steady paycheck, and we had insurance day one. Nice. So thank God UPS was there to provide insurance for the family and get us a steady paycheck. But guess what? I was done by nine a.m. Right. So I had the rest of the day to build a business.
2: And and to top that off, too, Michael, Mm -hmm. um, we still didn't stop working on on our business. You know, as much as the the assets on paper failed. We still went to uh, an event in – was it Indio or Palm Springs or – It was actually in Arizona. Was it Arizona? Yeah. And it took for us – well, I had to pawn my wedding ring in order to get money to go because we still had our dream. Our dream was still to be business owners and to still be successful. And it got to a point where we had to have that heart-to-heart and realize, okay, what other material things could we do in order to get to where we're wanting to go? Mm -hmm. And so, um, I remember driving down to Rosedale, you know, looking at my ring thinking, okay, this is it. You know, if this is going to get us, you know, an extra $2,000 to get us to that event, because we know we need to grow. We need to get out of this hole, you know, that's what it was going to take. And so, um, It hurt, but I knew it was a material thing. Sure. And being there was more important to be around people that were um, vision stretchers, you know, big dreamers. And so, um, you know, he walked into Doubletree Hotel and upon my wedding ring, you know, so. Oh, that's um, right,
0: because the gold people, the people that buy gold right, were in town. Right, that was big, that's because, right. you know, yeah. when, you know,
2: when you didn't have any money, that's kind of what, you know, you did, and so. You know, Mike, um, let me
0: say real quick, I'm oh, sorry, honey. One of the things that nobody talks about in business that you need to win, it's just 100%, I don't care what business you're in, you need to be a little um, disillusional. So when everybody else around you is telling you you can't, you can't, you can't, you got to have almost a sense of weirdness about you of, you, yeah, you got to be, like, have that, like, I don't care. Like, I truly believe we were meant to be whatever it is you're trying to get done. You got to have that. Nobody talks about that. Anybody that's successful will tell you they've had to believe when nobody else thought. And you had to be all disillusioned. You have to, like.
2: Be a little crazy. Be a little crazy. Like, you sure. got to
0: believe when nobody else is. You got to go left when everybody else is telling you to go right. Right. And, and, and you got to believe that.
2: Yeah.
1: One of my favorite stories that my grandfather told me years and years and years ago is the story of two frogs Mm -hmm. who fell into a bowl of cream. And unbeknownst to them, there were a bunch of other frogs that were watching them from the outside. Mm -hmm. And one frog swimming in in the bowl of cream discovered that there was no way they were going to be able to get out of the bowl of cream. And so he gave up and died. But the other frog kept swimming and swimming and swimming and the more he swam the more his detractors outside the bowl told him he couldn't do it and he swam harder and he swam harder uh-huh. turning that cream into butter uh-huh. and jumped out wow and what his detractors didn't know was that that frog that escaped was deaf and he thought <laughs> they were encouraging him <laughs> that's awesome <laughs>
2: I love it. I love it. I like that.
0: I've never heard that one. Yeah,
2: that's a great one. pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to have to tell my kids that.
1: (laughs) When you go to these seminars, the way you found out about these seminars was through podcasts and and through books. And what books have shaped your business life?
2: Gosh, there's so many. Um, Currently, for example, I'm reading um, Leadership's by John Maxwell. That just came out this past Tuesday. Another one that I'm reading is Mentor Leader by Tony Dungy. Ah. And um, I think it's just so fascinating because I coach um, soccer. So to make that impact on a child's life, Mm -hmm. along with my own children, but then also those that I lead, it's important to kind of shift how a leader should look at somebody and how each individual is different and so that's those are ones right now that are just impacting my life as a as a business owner as a leader um we've read a lot of tony robbins books um think and grow rich napoleon (laughs) hill i mean who hasn't sure read that one one. that
0: probably helped me out a ton was uh, how to win friends and influence people that's that's probably still one i go to at least once a year
1: And for those of you who are listening and have been longtime listeners and you're taking count, I believe this is number four or number five, the episode, fourth or fifth episode that that book... Oh, has yeah. come up on and has influenced. And so uh, this is kind of a hint for our listeners. Right, uh, maybe absolutely.
2: Should... Read and, it every year. And
1: it's such an easy
0: read. Like, it makes sense when you read it because I had a problem making friends. That was probably my biggest issue.
1: Right. For some of us, making friends is a skill. We are not born with it.
0: that Exactly right. And so my wife will tell you, like, I was a guy at the party sitting in the corner. Not that I was intimidated, but I just...
2: Honestly, I, it was... He was not a social butterfly. I was
0: not a social butterfly, <laughs> right? Sometimes people are born with it, and sometimes, Mike, we're just not. Well, right. Some,
1: but some of us, it's a learned skill. Yeah. Right. And some of us prefer that dark room, dark windowless room where Domino's gets delivered three times a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and for us to go out to actually meet people and talk to people yeah. is, a, is an effort. So that right.
0: book really, like, it, it really showed me how to create conversation, how to say, hey, you know, Mike, you got a nice smile, brother. Like, I, I appreciate you coming in here and taking the time. To talk to us like how to be genuine, not non-authentic, but how to be genuine and create conversation and be interested.
2: Right.
1: And what were the two books? Remind
0: us
2: again Um, what you were talking about. Mentor Leader um, and also Leader Shift. Get that right. Shift. (laughs) Another one, um, just as far as um, we have a hat that, you know, that I like to wear. Grant Cardone, it's his, you know, his whole movement is 10x, and it's the 10x rule, and it's just how to, you know, do everything 10 times, you know, putting your effort, um, doing everything, you know, when another one that I've uh, and it's just another one that I love is Tim Grover, uh, relentless, you know, he is the coach. He actually was a trainer for Michael Jordan. Mm. And so, um, seeing just the the thought process of how, you know, when the pain sets in, that's when you just gotta keep going. And so um those are different ones. Another one, I'm a person of faith, and so I'm a big, you know, believer in that. And um another book that I, I love is um Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And that was just not it's, it hasn't been released a whole long time because it was held his His estate didn't want it released until, you know. It was
0: deemed controversial.
2: Right. Sure. And so reading that, it very much, it makes a lot of sense for me. And so that was one thing when, you know, I kind of have those adversities or setbacks in business. Mm -hmm. I tend to think that's the adversary. Or the devil, you know, kind of trying to persuade me to, to think differently or to, you know, kind of quit. And so when I implement all these different things and what I've learned, mm-hmm. then I know I can push through. And so those are a couple books, you know, 10X Rule, Grant Cardone, um, you know, there's Relentless. So many, there's so gosh, many. There's
0: thousands, right? But,
2: but those <clears> are ones that we head. read a lot, yeah. a lot.
1: Have no fear, if your pen has not been able to write all these down fast enough, you can go to smallbusinesscelebration.com forward slash resources, and from there you'll find our recommended reading. And you will find all of those listed there in our recommended reading, and you can go ahead and click on and order and buy them right through the Small Business Celebration website. So you can go ahead and find those there. In the last five years, what new belief or behavior or habit has improved your personal and or business life
2: for me. I mean, i really, really kind of dove in in about three years ago okay. for me in business, okay. because like I said, I was in, in the medical field for 20 years. So 2015 was my biggest shift uh-huh. and it was a paradigm shift because I went to a Bob Proctor event and it would just so happen. You know, um, we went to that event It w- we weren't supposed to go. And for me, I felt like he was talking to me. He was like the wise grandfather talking to me. And um, I had to do that paradigm shift and, and shift my my frequency level of, you know, law of attraction, those universal principles, being aware of them because I was in that kind of um, environment that – didn't think of personal development that we're set it and forget it this is the way life is gonna be you know oh woe is me type of mentality that I literally had to get myself out of that thought process and develop you know a personal a habit of personal development of reading I hadn't picked up a book you know my husband would tell me hey this is a good book to read and I'm like what what good is it for me? I, I, it's,
1: it's perfect for holding your coffee cup, on right? That wasn't uh, <laughs>
2: something you know I did. Business wasn't what I did, and so it wasn't a need for me, or so I thought. And so you know, listening to all these you know mentors, or reading all these books, now we're going to these seminars. Everybody will tell you you have to personally develop. You have to, and so one of the gentlemen um, that we listened to Ed Milet he tells a story of him taking his son to a car wash, and you have the old gentleman that would sit there reading his paper, you know, every week. Same gentleman sitting there, and so um, he just kind of made a comment to his son and saying, you know, well, how old is he? He said, oh, well, he's six. And he says, well, enjoy, you know, the six-year-old because, you know, next year he'll be seven and the six-year-old's gone yeah. you forever. And so he, he was kind of, you know, perplexed with that statement, but then he realized, well, you know, he sees this gentleman here week after week, and he says, well, you know, that's great. He says, but when did that stop for you? And that kind of resonated with me with that statement is that, you know, I look at my family, I look at, you know, cousins, I look at uncles and aunts, you know, grandparents and they stopped learning, they stopped growing and they just kind of accepted life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's where we've, as a couple have decided that's not going to be us. We want to be, you know, the 80, 90 year olds skydiving and still loving life and still, you know, being active and running marathons, skinny dipping, skinny dipping <laughs> doing everything crazy, you know, being active with our children or our great or grandchildren got, you know, down the road, but You know we want to be always growing and always learning and and um and that was one of the 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 things for us is for me is always growing always learning and it's it's impacted my life substantially because now i've been able to utilize everything that i've learned to help other people you know empower them or to you know help other women you know in general you know women that i lead um, to empower them to show them hope, because a lot of times they 're still they're they were they 're right now in a place where I was three years ago, right you know so to show them like look it could happen mm-hmm. it's it's powerful it's it's inspiring, and so um that for me is personal development, so that 's what 's taken i've i 've learned from that
1: how about you?
0: Uh, What was the question?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What what are we talking about here? What what advice would you both give a smart, ambitious, younger person who's wanting to go into the business world and open up their own business?
0: It's going to be 10 times as hard as you think it is, but it's going to be 10 times more worth it than you think it is.
1: How so? Well... You
0: think you have it all planned out on the way on, on how to build this thing or whatever it is you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things that you're unprepared for and the effort is going to be way more than you think it is. So one of the biggest benefits when I said it's 10 times better. So my wife was at a job where, by most examples, she was making really good money, mm-hmm. Right. But well, how about her quality of life? She mm. was losing her hair, mm-hmm. she was stressed out. she wasn't happy. She was getting bullied at work. Nothing was being done about it. She was her best employee got employee of the year when she left, but still was not valued right so one of the so i I always think back like I like I had all those all those opportunities to quit and go back to what was comfortable and because I was naive enough to believe that I could be the difference maker for my family. She was able to leave a job where I'm just going to say, she was going to make over $40 an hour. She was able to walk away from a job like that and to be able to, to grow into the woman that she could become. Mm -hmm. So that to me itself makes it way more worth it than anything monetary that I could ever achieve because if she's better, that makes me better, right? Right. If she's stressed out, how does that? I mean, if you're married, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if your wife isn't happy, what's ain't, the old saying, Mike? Ain't nobody, ain't nobody happy. Ain't nobody happy. Right? So, yeah, monetary, great. But I always think, and I, I told my wife this a long time ago, I'm like, man, I'm so happy you're in business with me. And, and not, not to say we don't have our disagreements. We do. We're human. True. Sure. But business is lonely, and nobody talks about that either. That's true. When you're going through it, I remember having my days, man, where I didn't feel right walking into my house and seeing my wife my wife and my kids because I didn't feel like I did anything that day, like I was productive that day. So business, man, it can be a lonely road. And sometimes when your wife or your spouse isn't in there with you achieving she can't relate through some of the struggles you're going through. And nobody talks about that. Right. There are so many dark times that I had where, golly, there's some bad places in my life. Right. But now our conversations are different. Our, at, at, at at home, our conversation, our, our our conversations with our kids are different. Right. Um, And it's
2: affected our kids in a positive way because now they're no longer thinking, okay, I got to get a good education so I can get a good job and work for 30, 40 years and then retire with my 401k. It's now, okay, what business can I do? What can I be like mom and dad? Okay. What, what seminars can I go to the seminars with you? Um, you know, and we've expanded our, their vision too, because we've been able to provide a lifestyle where they can have a choice. We take them, you know, we took them to New York for a whole week, You know, enjoyed, you know, the whole Thanksgiving ice skate in Central Park. Most kids, I mean, Ariel grew up, the biggest adventure was going to Disneyland.
0: One time. One time. That was like our, like, deal.
2: Sure. You know, and so there's a lot of of people that have minimal experience. And so having that, that vision, you know, stretch. So for young people, it's important to have your vision stretch. And... To know that it, it's going to require time. Nothing in life is free. You know, it's going to require money, and you're going to need um, both. You're going to have to invest time. You're going to have to invest in yourself to personally develop, to grow, to read books, to find a mentor, um, to and, spend money.
0: Yeah, and but here's the thing. Here's here's I'm going to give you guys some advice, okay? And I, I I learned this. It's not always your financial net worth. It's your lifestyle net worth. Right. So being able for us to take our kids wherever, whenever, don't need to ask time off, quality of life, that's called a lifestyle net worth. There's a lot of people that will make good money, but they have no lifestyle because they can't break away. Right. So is it 10 times worth it? 100%. Was it 10 times harder? Hell of a lot harder than I thought it was going to (laughs) be.
1: Did you get your wedding ring back?
2: Um, I got a different one, so and that's okay because um, it was a material thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there was some sentiment because you know, you know, we have one daughter, and I thought, oh, great, you know, I would love to give it to her. And, and there's a little, you know, in the back of my mind, like maybe I can find it again or have it replicated. But at the end, it's just like I'm okay. I'm okay letting it go. Um, now, fast forward because. I did that sacrifice. It has been able to allow us to have what we have today, you know, because we, we exchanged time and money for that, that material piece, you know, um, of a ring because we were able to invest in ourselves, learn, apply what we learned and, and build our business from those principles. So to me, it was worth it. Would I do it all over again? A hundred percent. I would do it all over again.
0: But she wouldn't say that as we were going through it. Though.
1: <laughs> we were having different conversations then. Well, Adela, Ariel, this has been a pleasure. I, this, th- th- you've given a ton of very valuable information for our listeners. And how can l- our listeners get in touch with the two of you?
2: Well, there's a lot of different ways. So one, we have our website. You could always um, connect with us on our website. We are scom We have a Facebook page, Arrive Financial. We have an Instagram page, Arrive Financial. You could always DM us. Um, we service anybody in the United States. So anywhere, wherever you're at, you're listening, we could help you if you need, um, assistance. And what I love is that we do everything complimentary because that's our biggest passion is, is serving those that just really are, you know, don't, don't have a ton of money, but, you know, need the help. You know, our parents weren't served because, you know, they were sold that big dream. Of, you know, working for a company for 30, 40 years and, you know, yeah, they made good money, they provided, but they didn't have the net worth that, you know, that one or 2% that those big brokers are going for. And so they weren't really taught how to manage their money, how to make it work for a lifetime. And so I see their struggles. So that's our biggest passion is just helping our everyday people that provide for their families, that take care of their kids, that just want to live a good comfortable retirement i think
0: our bread and butter client honey is anybody makes between 150 and i mean uh 50 and 250 a year both mom and dad working got decent jobs they just they did nobody
2: nobody services nobody services them no we do
0: have our clients that are high net worth that are making over seven figures right but our bread and butter client is between 50 and 150 or 150 um
2: 50, 50 and 250
0: <laughs> All right. is See, who our bread and
2: butter right. clients you could are. You can always email us at, at com. Our phone number is also 661-636-6862. And, Mike, Six I'm going to give a shameless offices.
0: plug to our podcast, Not yes, Your Average Financial, financial guy. guy, that Mike will be on our podcast right. here right. soon. Because <laughs> I want to know more about him. And, obviously, he's a lot more seasoned in this industry than I are in, in this uh, realm Area. of podcast. Uh, than I am so I want to learn from him and pick his brain too and I want to know where he came from and what's going on with him So, Great.
1: and I'll be happy to be on your podcast yeah. well thank you too very much for being on the Small Business Celebration podcast thank you
2: for having us it, yeah, was, it was fun it was,
0: it was cool it was very good to see it professionally done
1: <laughs> you have a good morning I've been asked who is a visioneer a visioneer is a small business owner who's a pioneer that has vision a Visioneer is someone willing to see the world, not as it is, but as it could be, and is willing to do something about it. A visionary is ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than the mainstream competition. A Visioneer gives value first because Visioneers are in business for the long haul. Visionaries understand the difference between saving money and earning a profit. Visioneers define their destiny. Visioneers create their own luck. Visioneers surround themselves with successful, like-minded people. Visioneers are renegades who defy the mainstream competition and are ready to change the world. Are you a visioneer? Become a visioneer by joining the tribe on Small Business Celebrations Facebook page and on Instagram today. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you may find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. And that's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, Subscribe to this podcast at itunes.com forward slash small business Celebration and give us a five-star review. If there is a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I am your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.